Now batting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. What it is, Duke City. Happy Friday, y'all. Got a great program for you today. You know me. One half of Two Men On. Van Nunley sitting right next to me. Always in the on-deck circle, stepping up today as Fred is on assignment in beautiful, historic Las Vegas, New Mexico. One, Robert Buck D. Gibson. What's happening, my dude? Yeah, uh, not too happy, but I'm here. Rough night last night, Yeah, huh? yeah. But I'm not too down, though. I'm not right. too down. Before we get into that, you are listening to Two Men On. We are live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Colwell Banker Legacy Studio. We are powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA, and we end our days at Hollow Spirits. Monday, well, that's for Monday Night Football with the boys at Howie Sports Page. And every weekend, we're sipping on that watermelon walk-off by Teller Vodka, New Mexico's Vodka. Got a great weekend of sports coming up. The boys, of course, as we are every Friday on Isotopes Homestand, we are at Rio Grande Credit Union Field at Isotopes Park, a.k.a. the Lab, and it is an absolute beautiful day for baseball. What is it, like 82 right now? Yeah, it's real nice. 82, Very 85, nice. nice little breeze. The sun is shining. The boys are in the outfield right now stretching and getting loose. Just wrapped up a little batting practice. The uh, state uh, stadium's already buzzing, baby. Yeah. Good energy here nice already. Nice energy. And I think the weather has a lot to do with it. And we'll tell you all about the game, and we'll tell you all about the weekend series next segment with Forrest Stolting, regular contributor, Mr. Everything here at the Isotopes. Always a great segment talking to him. But uh, speaking of, uh, I bet the boys work really hard. Uh, when I say the boys right now, I mean the crew of the Isotopes. Yes. Because let me tell you what I did. Last night, me and Fred came up here and said hi to Locker 505 as the wonderful people at PNM were nice enough to donate their booth to Locker 505 wow, okay. for a game. And we went and hung out. And, you know, every time we're here, we always go upstairs and say hi to the wonderful crew here at Isotopes Park. And we brought Josh Sushan some New Mexico Pinion coffee. Okay. And then... A few hours later, we hear some whispers about, hey, where's our coffee? Oh, okay. So upstairs is definitely okay. going to be caffeinated now. Okay, there we go. Because I brought them 20 bags of New Mexico yeah. coffee. So they're going to be working real hard throughout the weekend because they got all the caffeine they need. <laughs> so even though it was the Chiefs, even though it was on the road, yeah. You kind of feel like you gave that one away last night, didn't you? Yeah, we did, and it's the same old story. We came in shorthanded. We were missing Keenan Allen, all-world wide receiver. Mike Williams stepped up. Herbert's a beast, man. Like, Woo. Herbert's a beast. Woo. And the one play, the 99-yard touchdown the interception, that turned the game. Um, but I got to put that on the coach, man. Coach Staley has to slow down. It's first and goal. You're on the one. There's no need to... Hurry up, no huddle. The tight end, Everett, was still tired from his long run, uh, the long run after the catch he just had. So, you know, just chill out. 
you got a great team. You've been playing great all night. Slow it down, get everybody in order, and then score the touchdown. And not only was it a pick, not only was it a pick six, it was a 99-yard pick six. If you watch the replay, Everett, number seven, he didn't even bother. He was so tired. Yeah. He just, his mouthpiece fell out. He just crossed his arms. He was like, hey, man. They got us on this one. Let's delve into the game a little more. But first, I want to send a shout-out to the Chiefs rookie cornerback, Jalen Watson, who did get that interception. Jalen Watson, literally a year ago, was working at a Wendy's. Oh, I love this. Trying to get on with the NFL team, trying to get on with the practice squad, gets on with the Chiefs, impresses the Chiefs, gets another shot in training camp, not only gets on the team, not only gets to play, he's a starting cornerback for a Super Bowl contender. A year ago, working at Wendy's, week two, pick six to get your team to win. Man, a beautiful story. That is crazy, man. But you know what? I love stories like that because everyone thinks of professional players. They think, oh, they were some powerhouse in high school. They went to a great college, and they're just, you know, everything's been handed to them their whole lives. I love to hear the stories of the guys who had to really work for it. Not saying everyone didn't work for it, but had to work a little bit harder to get to where they're at. I don't know if it was the right move for him, though, because what the NFL career expectancy is like two and a half years. Yeah. I mean, he might have been the manager at that Wendy's by now. <laughs> but I tell you what, that <laughs> touchdown last night solidified his spot on the team for the entire season. For the entire He's season. Good. He's, He's good. He's going to be cashing checks. He's going to yes. get a decade's worth of Wendy's checks. Seriously. <laughs> Each week for the Chiefs. All in jest, of course. It looked like the Chargers were dominating that game up until that pick six. Yeah. And, Every and aspect of the football game, I the love, Chargers were outplaying the Chiefs in their house. I love the way our defense plays, man. We have a real defense this year, and it, it showed up um, from everybody, from Derwin James to Bosa to Mack. Like, we got a good defense. But I got to tell you this, even though I love my team, the Chiefs are still the team to beat in that division. Until... They get knocked off. They are the team to beat. You're My, right, man. Mahomes, the, look, the thing about Mahomes that that what I saw last night, we're used to seeing him doing video game passes, right. video game numbers. He actually just played within the game. He was getting pressured. I'm not going to make a mistake, and if I keep doing this, we'll come out on top. And that's exactly what he did. For whatever reason, one of the players for the Isotopes didn't like the baseball and just chunked I it up that. into the crowd. <laughs> I saw that one. What, what was wrong with the baseball? Like, I don't get that out of here, man. I don't know. He wasn't throwing it to anybody. He almost threw it out <laughs> of the stadium. Uh, if you're showing up to Isotopes Park early, look into the CNM SSC South parking lot. I think there might be a baseball be around there, there somewhere. Um, I, I do have to say this, though, Van. I'm not a fan of these games on Thursdays being on Amazon. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. Well, it, it, I'm not a fan at all. A little behind the scenes, we were just talking about watching the game last night, and uh, I was too busy working. I was watching it on mute, so yeah. I really didn't get to see how great the commentary was. I mean, the, the camera work looked good. Yeah. The, the ins and outs of commercials looked good. What, what did you think about Amazon's new product? I just don't like it. I just, I'm, I'm old school, man. I'm used to it being on the big networks. And um, Kirk Herstreet was great, but it's just I didn't like the feel of it. Okay. Especially for a game of that magnitude or two powerhouse teams, 
I'm used to it being on the bigger stage, the bigger network. And plus, I was in Santa Fe and couldn't find the game okay. anywhere. Now, all right, you're burying the lead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what it really why was. why you didn't like it. No bars had it playing up there. I was, like, begging to mirror my phone, everything. I could not find anywhere to watch the game. Well, next time you got to hit me up because I know the manager of Chili's on the south side. See, and that's where I was, and I was in Old Town. I was downtown. Uh, like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I knew I could have went there. You can't. I, I knew I could have went You're not going to get a Thursday football game <laughs> in Old Town. You know what they were playing? Santa Fe. You know what the game that they were, they were playing? $20 margaritas. They were playing the Monday night game. Over? Yes. Yes. Okay, that's weird. Yeah, and I was trying to take bets because I didn't know if people knew if that was live or not. <laughs> oh, that would have been so good. That would have been so good. I was like, yeah, I, I think the Seahawks going to pull this one out. <laughs> the boys, we're going to hit. We're going to talk a lot of football today, but we're going to talk baseball next segment with Forrest Stulting. We'll have a couple players on in the 5 o'clock hour. Did you, guys like of, the, I, did you guys like the idea that you could have recorded that game from the streaming? I thought that was kind of odd. Yeah, I saw that too. So... My for whatever I did um, when I go home when I went home I found out that mine recorded it as well. That oh. was, that's kind of weird. So you it, just watch it later. You can watch it later, but it's just like kinda I'm gonna odd. watch it live. Yeah, 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 that is kind of odd. Little free TiVo, like a little freevo. Put it this way: if I didn't watch the game and I knew my team lost, I'm not watching that game just to put yourself <laughs> through it again. No. Uh. <laughs> but if they would have won, I'd have seen the game eight times already by now. I don't get drunk and text my ex either. <laughs> <laughs> Boys are going to have a lot of fun today. You heard just chiming in about Thursday Night Football back at K&ML Cumulus Studios. One Mike Vital, how you be, brother? Doing well, but I feel for Robert. They need a new offensive coordinator because yes. Herbert just can't throw it underneath coverage all the time. He's yeah, gotta Lombardi's go. got to go. Yeah, Lombardi's got to go. It, it showed it last night. No he creative. got real conservative. Yeah. He got super conservative the second half. Still should have won, though. Still should have won. Still should have won. Pro fantasy uh, focus, which um, pro football focus, excuse me, which I put a lot of stock into on their analysis and their number crunching, said the way the game played out, it should have been 26-15 Chargers. Mm, don't you hate that. So math mm. likes your Chargers. We're, real we're, life, not so much. Uh, that's the loss that I would take, though. We look real good. Looked real good. Yeah. You're going to beat up on everybody else except for the Chiefs, hey, it looks like. We got Jacksonville next week, so yeah. that's cool. You're welcome for, the, <laughs> you're welcome for the bye week. Yeah. The boys are at the ballpark today, Rio Grande Credit Union Field at Isotopes Park, a.k.a. the lab. Going to have a lot of fun today. Going to talk a lot of NFL. Going to talk a lot of Isotopes baseball. And uh, after we have Forrest Stolting on with this next segment, we're coming in hot on Brady and Giselle. So stick around with us. We're going to have a lot of fun today. You're listening to Two Men On. We are live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Colwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinon Coffee. We play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA and end our days with a cocktail at Hollow Spirits. Mondays are for the boys at Howie's Sports Page, and the weekends we're sipping on that watermelon walk-off by Teller Vodka, New Mexico's Vodka. You're listening to 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. The Duke City's home for sports. 95.9 FM and AM 610, the, the sports animal. And welcome back, Albuquerque. You're listening to 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Well, I mean, you could be listening 
to 95.9 FM or AM 610. Or you could be on TalkABQ.com. Or you could be on the TuneIn app. Or you could be on ProView Network's Facebook Live. Or you could be on ProView Network's YouTube Live. Keep going. Or you could be on Comcast 26. Keep going. Or you could be on Studio519.com. Oh, my goodness. However you're listening to us, welcome. Thanks for being a friend of the show. And if you're uh, not, we're not on Amazon Prime yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. We will be soon. And if, you, uh, if you're missing us live, guess what? That's okay because you can check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, yeah. Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. So just about every medium will be here annoying you and telling you horrible jokes here on Two Men. <laughs> <laughs> Joining us now is Mr. Everything here at the Isotopes Forest Stolting. Welcome back, my friend. Oh, great to be here, guys. It's another beautiful day here at Isotopes Park. It's a, a balmy 87 degrees, Oh no! little, little wind, yes. beautiful sunshine. Oh, it's a great day for baseball. Yes. Okay. Well, you're showing me up because I said it was 85. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Beautiful little breeze. Not enough to really anger the flags, but just like a cute little ripple yep. in the flags. Mm-hmm. I might refer to it as perfect. I'm okay with that, really. All I'm right. definitely on board with yeah. it. All right. I'm we got, definitely we on got board. forest indulgement. It is perfect weather out here at the lab. What's going on tonight at the lab, Forrest? Oh, well, it's a enough. Beautiful Friday night here at Isotopes Park. Tonight we have the first of three fan appreciations coming all weekend. We're going to be giving away hundreds of items. Yes. All kinds of fun prizes and fan packs, activities for the fans. We want to show our love and appreciation for y'all. Y'all are what carry this organization on a day-in, day-out basis. We also have art night. We have fireworks and a water bottle giveaway as well. So a little bit of something for everybody out there tonight, including... The Rockies' number two prospect who got called up yesterday as mm-hmm. Ikel Tovar. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That is must-see TV. I was up here yesterday. I saw his first hit as an isotope. Yeah, mm-hmm. a little nice single to right center field. Yeah. You'd love to see it, man. Just keep the hands back and a little liner. Well, that means you guys, if you haven't came out just yet, come this weekend because he's going to be a part of the power team, man. Look, we have a power team. The Isotopes, I just call them the power team now because like it's a lot of home runs every single night, so he's going to get on board with that as well. Um, the big night, though, is Sunday. Oh, boy. Let him know what's going down Sunday night. So on Sunday, it's our last Mariachi's game of the season. Whoop. Still fan appreciation day. Whoop. And to top it all off, it's the Mariachi's jersey giveaway the red and yellow yes. the design, it is just perfect. It is sweet. Uh, Zia colors, yes. Mariachi inspiration, and they are so sweet. What, I got 3,000 of these? I think so, yep. So and for the first 2,997 <laughs> fans, get a jersey. 96 because Mike wants one. Oh, there we go. <laughs> we got to take care of Mike. But, uh, if you guys don't know what they look like, go online, man. Just just check out the isotopes on social media. They're everywhere. The sleeves are yellow. The yep. the main part is red. It's got it's got mariachis over the over the chest. Trust me, I know you guys need to get here very early, and you guys are ready for that as well, right, Forrest? Oh yeah, I mean, just like the Burke jerseys from earlier this year, Burke, Burke, Burke jerseys. Close enough. He's getting close. Um, Every time hey, he man, says it, he gets a, closer. Yeah. And closer. That's all I wanted to do. He's yeah. only been here a year. <laughs> there we go. Not even. There yeah. we go. But uh, yeah, similar to that, we had fans lining up at ten thirty, eleven o'clock a.m. Crazy for a seven o'clock game. This game's at one thirty in the afternoon. Yep. 
Might need to bring some breakfast is all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> and that is for all of the fans, the first 3,000, but yep. they have to be 16 and older, correct? Yep, that's okay. correct. All right, all right, y'all. Look at this. Yeah, they're all large and extra large. Large L's mm-hmm. and XL's. I'm going to hit the gym so I could squeeze into a large. <laughs> you don't order me any Smediums. Bro, it's about to get cold outside. Put a thermal under it. There you so go. Smart. Like there you that. go. Yeah. So yeah. smart. Yeah. yeah. So smart. There you go. I need a little red and yellow Zia thermal now. Mm. Head so, to toe. So, already set the home run record for oh, the Topes. Yeah. Now we're going after the record, period. Yeah, and we're going after the all-time minor league Grand Slam record. Right yeah. now we're what? tied with the 1995 uh, Indianapolis Indians for the most all time, and we're only one away from the MLB record oh. set by the 2000 Cleveland Indians and 2006 Oakland Athletics. We've had plenty of chances since that 13th Grand Slam mm-hmm. uh, with the base loaded to hit that 14th. Hasn't come yet, but that tells me right there we have we're gonna have chances every single day over these last two weeks of the season yep. and. I think it's destiny, boys. We are the. I agree. This 2022 team is a team of the home run, as you said. Yeah, the power team. As you said, Rob. Yeah, yeah. And especially now that uh, Ezekiel Tovar is up here. Oh, yeah. That just increases our chances. He is fun to watch. He plays a beautiful, smooth shortstop. Oh, man. Yeah. It is silky and effortless. So if if you're a defensive fan, whether you're. Offenses or defensive or, or baseball fan in general at all, mm-hmm. get out here to Istos Park. Yes. Support the boys. There's no more, there's no better f- family friendly uh, entertainment in town. But right. if you are a baseball dork and you are especially a defensive baseball dork, you got to watch this guy field a baseball. Oh my God, it's incredible. Yeah, he is so smooth with his hands and his feet. It's almost like he's just like walking on water out there. It's like he's a ballet, like sure. a ballerina. Yeah. He's just so smooth with his feet. Every single movement is for a purpose. It's efficient. Um, and, you know, I mean, uh, Michael Tolley was only here for 15, 16 games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're going to want to come out sooner yeah. than later because you never. these guys move fast. When they sure. start clicking, they're yeah. gone quick. So you want to get out here and see him here before he makes his, his reign in Denver. I have so. a question for us. Is there anything special in place or maybe be considered to be in place if any of these records are broken here? Um, it's to be determined. Okay, uh, there we if, go. If we if we get that grand slam, because those are pretty big records right there. They're, that's oh, not yeah. nothing to laugh about. Oh no, it's, yeah, a grand slam record. Dude, that's that's an all time minor league record. Yes. That, that's something very very special. Um, so I think we would probably do something something unique. Yeah. for the boys for that one. There if, we if, go. if you happen to break that, but uh, it's going to happen. Oh yeah, it's happening. Yeah, I agree. And I can't forget this either. On Sunday, okay, it's our player award ceremony. Everybody needs to get into the seats by one twenty. Ceremony is going to start a few minutes after that. We got seven awards to hand out. Mm-hmm. Um, the fans voted on their favorite player. We have uh, six player awards voted on. So the players, did yep. they actually um, vote on these awards to give yep. them out to other players? They, they're voted on MVP, Pitcher okay. of the Year, Mr. Hustle. Defensive, um, the Jennifer Reardon Award, of course. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great! Um, yes. So it, it, there's, it's, it's going to be a very, very special ceremony on Sunday, um, and the winners. It's going to be fun. We'll yeah, just, we'll, we'll, so, we'll, just, we'll just say that. I, I'm not going to ask you to leak to leak any information. 
But was the fan favorite unanimous? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one, that one yeah. might have been unanimous. Uh, in addition to a beautiful day here at the ballpark, uh, there's going to be fireworks on the field and fireworks after the game. Yeah. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Plenty of fireworks tonight. Hopefully the winds will be, uh, will be calm for us tonight. Cause I know the fans love their fireworks. And what's better than the Kappa Isotopes win? With some beautiful fireworks. There we go. Yeah. In addition to fan appreciation, it is also art night. Art night, yeah. What, what's, what should we, we expect from that? We got tons of booths set up around the concourse. Yeah, so fans, right next to yeah. us. So yeah. fans can come explore different mediums of art. Um, this is put together all by Michelle Montoya. She's done a fantastic job. Um, She's put all this together and just yeah, seeing the hard work and seeing how many people throughout the community that are coming tonight, right. it's going to be pretty special. So if you're any kind of fan of any kind of art, don't matter the medium, come out and share the, uh, the community with us tonight. Is there any, uh, anybody doing macaroni art? My, <laughs> my fridge is kind of bare. You can be the first. All right. All right. <laughs> can, the table set up right, right here. We're ripping off the two men on cloth <laughs> off the table, and we're making macaroni art here. That's the only one I can do besides crayon. That's it. Uh-huh. Those are the only two I'm uh-huh. good at. After that, I'm out of there. How's your, how's your stick figure game? Uh, oh, it's, oh, what? Uh-huh. Yeah. Hey. Put it in the art gallery. Bro. Hey, it's on point, right? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Everything here at the Isotopes Forest Stolting. Uh, anything else for the friends of the show before we let you go? Uh, just fan appreciation tonight. Games tomorrow at noon. Game on Sundays at 1.35. Some day baseball. Not much better than that, boys. Falls oh. in the air. It's a beautiful day. Yes. Beautiful weekend up, up here. No range in the forecast at all. Let's have some fun in Isotopes Park this weekend. What do you say? Yeah, I'm in. I am in. Get out to Rio Grande Credit Union Field at Isotopes Park, a.k.a. The Lab. Going to be a great night here tonight. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. This is where New Mexico comes for sports. 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Then my dog died. Mike trying to put me to sleep, man. What are we doing here? What's happening? Let's turn it up, Mike. (laughs) This is not a Friday song. No. This is a Tuesday morning song. What are you doing to us over here? (laughs) Oh, no, you are not. That is not what you're doing. The boys are at the ballpark. Rio Grande Credit Union Field at Isotopes Park, a.k.a. The Lab. Having a lot of fun today. Thanks for Forrest Stolting joining us, talking a little promotion, what's going on here at The Lab. Frequent contributor, friend of the show, Riley Smith joins us at 5 o'clock. And then Taylor Snyder. Yes. Right after that. Some big fun personalities back to back today. Going to have a lot of fun with them. You know who's not having fun? The Brady family. Hmm. Oh, by the way, you're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 <laughs> FM and AM 610, Esports Animal. Uh, I wouldn't say the family. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> the mother, would, uh, mother and the kids yeah, are not yeah. having fun. I, that's how I would say yeah. it. That's how I would say it. <laughs> so reports of a split in the Brady family abound. If you're on any kind of social media... The greatest quarterback of all time and arguably the greatest supermodel of all time look like they're on their way to Splitsville. 
because Tom Brady loves a kid's game more than his wife and kids. Oh, (laughs) boo-hoo. If this isn't like, (laughs) this this isn't a real issue. But I know we have to talk about it, though, because regular people are like, what's the issue? What's the problem? Who cares? Who cares? cares? And now, you know, you have the media outlets. They're following her around. She's crying on the phone in New York City, and they're like, oh, it must be Tom telling her he's still not coming home. (laughs) So, I mean, the ongoing joke with us is that Giselle's worth way more than Brady. Right. Right? Biggest supermodel in the world, blah, blah, blah. Brady is, air quotes, only an athlete. But, hey, the last few years, Tom Brady has caught up with Giselle. Yes. So I think now is the time where Giselle's like, if he's not going to do what I want him to do, now's the time for a divorce because he's finally worth as much as me, and I don't have to pay this loser alimony oh, when we get divorced. That's a good point. Right? Um, I, was, I was looking into this a little further. You know, they stopped Giselle on the street, and I, I think they were talking about her modeling career, and you know Brady's going to come up. She said when it came to Brady's NFL career and raising their children, do you know what she said? Hit me with it. I've done my part. Woo. <laughs> She's done. Bro. She's out of there. It seems like they had some type of agreement. Okay, you, you do this. This is your last time. And I think Brady kind of went back on that, and I think that's where the rift comes, comes from. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And I get it. You want you had he's had the greatest career in the history of the sport, right? Like, what's enough? When when is enough is enough? And I'm sure that's the mind state of his wife and children. It's like you're already the greatest of all time. What is one more MVP? What is one more Super Bowl gonna do for you? You're gonna miss your children's life, right? Because of glory mm-hmm. playing this game. Hey, and first off, as a guy who played football, as a guy who played baseball. Oh, I get it. Yes, you definitely you get it. You want to cement your legacy. He's already the greatest of all time, but he wants to make sure that he has all well, the unbeatable accolades to be the unrivaled, unarguable greatest of all time, and he's willing to sacrifice his family. Well, the thing the thing is, there's always something that you can achieve. And that's what Brady's on. Like for us, we're like, what more can you do? Every season, someone comes out and says, oh, it's the next Tom Brady. He's like, nope. No. I'm going to put it to where it's so unreachable, so unattainable. My name never comes up that someone can get close to it. He, he always puts that competitive nature, you know, on his mind. And I think, you know, I'm going to be a man here and say, and it's going to sound bad, but I, she knew who she was marrying. Sure. She knew it. Sure. You knew, you know, the, the things that people love about you, they'll turn around and hate about you, too. You know, it's just the opposite of Barry Sanders, right? Correct. Barry Sanders was praised because he went out on his own terms. Right. He left when he wanted to. Right. Still the height of his career. Still the best running back. You know, give me an argument for Jim Brown and Walter Payton. Right. But in my lifetime, he's the greatest running back I've ever seen. By far. He left on his own terms. This is the same thing Tom Brady's doing, but it's the opposite. It's the opposite end of of the terms. Exactly. Right. He's like, my terms are... I'm going to play until I suck. Those are his literal words. Yeah. He said that. And he doesn't suck. He doesn't suck. He was the most yards, the most touchdowns last year. Yes. Come on. He's going to be good for a long time. If he doesn't take that killer hit 
or have that awful injury, he's going to be able to do this for what three, four, five more years. Bro, does he want to? Is he going to be not only the only forty-three-year-old quarterback, forty-four-year-old quarterback, forty-five-year-old quarterback? He's going to be 50. the only fifty-year-old quarterback. He's not out there looking like George Blanda. Okay, he's going to. Have be you the seen o- what George Blanda looked like? Yes. <laughs> He, he was younger. He was younger than what Brady is right now, and like you said, he looked 150 years old. Yeah, George he looked Blanda like was smoking Brimley. cigarettes on he the sideline. Like, he looked like Wilford Brimley, Wilford Brimley, bro. That's exactly who he looked like. You got Brady, who's out there. You know, he he's smart. He's not taking hits. But going back to this story of, uh, with him and Giselle, you know, I think this is just a rough patch that they're going through. I don't really think they're going to split or anything. If if they split, it won't be because of this. It will be something else that they're not talking about. And, of course, it's blown a little bit out of proportion. Like, oh, my God, Giselle moved out of the house. They own, like, eight houses. They're not the regular couple. Come on, man. Like, That's not what it's yeah. like. She's just at another house. Yeah. She is often at another house. Right. It's, yeah. It's, Anyways, but my biggest concern is what's going on with Tom Brady's face. Yeah. What is go? Is that plastic surgery? Has he lost 20 pounds no. because of the stress? There you go. Situation? Now you're talking. It's the stress. It's the stress. Is he trying to be as skinny as Giselle? <laughs> like, I don't understand <laughs> what's going on. He looks like her. It, it looks just like her, to be honest. Was, Here we go. Was Tom Brady at isotopes park on mariachi <laughs> bobblehead night and he's like this is what i want to look like his face looks like a sugar skull skeleton now what is going on oh i don't man. understand 505-246-0610 we open up the phone lines and the first one to call is frequent contributor yes out in the street yes number one steelers fan and friend of the show, Fantasy League participant, mailman. What's happening, my guy? What's happening, fellas? What up? So, I got a dog you there, uh, 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 Robert, being that you put yourself out there. I sure did. <laughs> uh, man, is this not 2022? Yes, Okay, what's going on? Get ready to be 2023 in a few more months. Right? Yes. I know, yeah, I know how calendars work, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Robert, how in the world you don't have an Amazon Prime account, dog? No, I didn't say I didn't have one. <laughs> I have one. I said I didn't uh, like the broadcast of it. And where I was at, I was up in Santa Fe last night, part of the Cloud Top Comedy Festival. They didn't have it. Yeah. So I had to watch it on what? my phone. Yeah, you got your phone. Come yeah, on, I got, dude. Yeah, but if you go to bars, you like to go to the bar and watch it. Sure. I don't want to be in a bar right. watching the game yeah. on my phone. Now, every time Robert right. goes to Santa yeah. Fe, he's going to bring his Chromecast dongle. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Plug this in. Yeah, go ahead. Give me, give me the hey, HDMI. Man, I was watching. I, I could have watched it from my bedroom. But guess what? I watched it from the man king yeah. on the PS4. I watched Ooh. it down there. And, uh, How'd you like that game, mailman? I got to say, I got to say, I'm disappointed in your coach, man. Yeah, it's him. It's he him. Keep, he keep running your quarterback out there. He may not be playing in two more games, dude. That dude was hurting. There's no way in hell I would have let him go back out last night when well, he didn't get up off the carpet. Well, And then they, had to, they were like, oh, he walked off. I was like, I don't give a flip. Y'all ain't winning this game. He ain't going back out there. 
Man, you want to get that dude killed. Hey, look, here's the thing. That's not what I'm upset about with the coach. I'm upset on the interception play. He should have just called the timeout. Players were gassed. Now, as far as putting Herbert back out there, I'm with it because, to be honest, still almost won the game. Herbert came back. Yeah. He, he, they, if we would have got the onside kick, it's a whole different story. But I think the coaching failed us when they got conservative in the second half and then rushed that interception pass. Hey, pull out your pencil. I want you to write this statement down. Got okay. you. Okay. Always, I mean, uh, almost <laughs> right is always wrong. Oh, okay. And almost got your quarterback killed is always going to be wrong. Boom. You do not get your quarterback killed. That dude, I don't, they still haven't said what happened. Yeah, I'm it's a, it's a, the it's way a, he was grimacing into a fractured rib. It could have been a broke rib. The way he was... The way he was holding his side, it could have been a puncture lung. And they still would have ran him out there. And I'm well, telling you, if the players don't have no respect for his own health, the coach has got to be smart enough. I cannot lose my franchise quarterback by week two or three, maybe out for seven or eight weeks with a broke or fractured rib or punctured lung if worse. Dude, you cannot do that. Hey, you cannot. A mailman, I got to respectfully disagree with you here. That's y'all fault because y'all could have got Jimmy I know D. what you're going to say, Van. But mailman, I got to respectfully do disagree with you here, mailman. Every NFL, <laughs> every NFL head coach wants Justin Herbert, mm-hmm. wants Patrick Mahomes, wants that special blend of arm talent and leg talent, right. a guy who stays in the pocket, reads his progressions, and then finally makes a choice to run at the last minute. Every coach is going to run him out there and put him in danger. These guys are friggin' gladiators. Yeah. You can get injured doing anything. I'm not going to fault the coach for him getting injured because it could happen anytime. Mailman, we're up against it. I want to hear your right. Steelers prediction for the weekend. 3-0. Uh, we're going to win this week, and we're beating Cleveland next week. Oh, he uh, went two in a row. Uh, okay. Make sure make sure you make sure you get you se- yourself in front of a, uh, a, 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 a Amazon Prime TV, and I want you to watch that in crystal clear HD, my boy Robert. I will. I will. <laughs> Definitely will. Mailman, thanks for the call. Thanks for being a friend of the show. Have a great weekend, my dude. Hey, when we get back, how much would you pay for a Jordan jersey? Oof. We'll find out. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Come armchair quarterback with the opening drive. Weekday morning starting at 7 on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Almost quitting time, Robert. <laughs> Unlace them boots. We almost out of here, brother. Hopefully for you, but not for us, as we will be with you until 645 when we hand it over to Josh Sushan. Does his pregame, and then, of course, 705 Isotopes Baseball right here in Albuquerque, New Mexico, right here at Rio Grande Credit Union Field at Isotopes Park, a.k.a. the Lab. 
You're listening to Two Men On. Of course, we are on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. We are live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Colwell Banker Legacy Mobile Studio. Powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee, we play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA. We end our days at Hollow Spirits. Mondays is for Monday Night Football with the boys at Howie Sports Page. And the weekends we're sipping on at Watermelon Walk-Off by Teller Vodka, New Mexico's Vodka. And I believe Teller Vodka will be here tonight at Art Night. I don't know where. It looks like their normal spot is taken by another artist, but we'll figure it out and we'll let you know when we know. How much are jerseys? 150 bucks? Uh, 125, 150. 125, and that's the nice. This is a nice stitch. Yeah. Yeah, game, game quality. Like 120. Okay. Yeah. 120. That's not as bad as I thought it would be. Yeah. And you ask how much I would pay for a Jordan jersey? Yeah. That. That. That much. (laughs) That much. Let's say you had, oh, I don't know, an opportunity to buy the last dance final shot over Byron Scott Jordan jersey. Oh, over over, uh, Russell. Yeah, Byron Russell. Russell. Sorry. Yeah, Byron Russell. Woo! Uh, What would you pay for that one? 120 bucks? (laughs) (laughs) that's a steal because that jersey from the shot from the last dance just sold for 10.1 million dollars wow that is bonkers so okay was this ever washed do they just do they still have the jordan 98 sweat in it bro i (laughs) hope so i need that i would I, I need that. I would need it to be authenticated yeah. by some kind of sweat expert. There needs to be some DNA done on yes. this, DNA testing, something. I need I need fresh Jordan sweat, <laughs> and then I need a sample, yeah. maybe swab the jersey, yeah. and make sure this yeah. sweat matches yeah. to authenticate this. I'm, I'm showing here $10.1 million is a record for a basketball jersey, any game-worn sports memorabilia, and most valuable Michael Jordan item ever sold at an auction. Wow. That's pretty bonkers, right? Like, Because this is the player. Yes. The most sought-after collectibles from the most respected player, inarguably. Okay, inarguably is not the right word. Yeah. Hard to make an argument greatest player of all time what else would you want if you could have any jordan memorabilia what would it be man to me it had you know me it's got to be some it's got to be a pair of his shoes that's my exact same it's got to be a pair of the shoes to me i would have thought when he wore 45 that would be more you know up there because it's rare that wasn't his number any of the shoes that he's worn but i could definitely see why this jersey was so high so for me it's difficult okay would it be the regular nikes from his rookie season which were sold recently they were just sold for a pretty penny yeah for me and i got a pair on right now Mm -hmm. it would be a the first pair of fire red threes the threes that he Mm. wore yeah like that might be yeah. Another another option would be the uh, white cement threes. Oh yeah, from the slam dunk contest. Yeah, that might be something. Now I would you're digging. Go after. You're digging in the crates right there. 
But um, as, a, as a guy who, like, collected baseball cards, has a few autographs, you know, stuff like that, I see the appeal. But as a middle-class working adult, this is insane. Yeah, it is. Ten Mike, million what do you, dollars. What do you do with oh it? God. Where do you keep it? Yeah. It's you, like you can't wear it. And people won't believe you. No. <laughs> you, wear, you wear it out. Uh, smell it. Uh, hey, smell it. It smells just like Jordan. Oh, man. I, I, had, a, I had an authenticator. Yeah. I, I want to tell you before we go on break that it broke the record. Previous record was $9.3 million jersey from Argentinian soccer legend Diego Maradona's Hand of God goal in 1986 World Cup. That's bonkers. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy, too. But I think this would be the one, you know, the yeah. the last shot, the big one yeah. from the most sought-after player and the most sought-after collectibles. When we get back, friend of the show, Riley Smith, joins us. This is always a good one. Yes. Love talking to Riley. going to be a lot of fun here. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Now, now betting for the for sports, sports animal. animal. Your, Your afternoon, afternoon drive. drive. Number, Number two, two men, men on, on Van, Van Nunley, Nunley and Fred, Fred Slow. Slow. And in the on deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Welcome back to the program. My bad, y'all. Jumping the gun, Excuse bro. Excuse me. We're uh, behind the scenes. Our next guest, Riley Smith, one of my favorite dudes on the Isotopes. He's been on the program more. And we're just here, like, just shooting the bull back here <laughs> behind the scene. And we forgot we got a radio program to do here. I looked down at the clock, and it's 5 o'clock on the dot. I was like, yeah. oh, whoa, back to work we go. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome back to the program. You're listening to 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. You made it through another week, Albuquerque. Congratulations. It's quitting time if you're a 5 o'clock guy, if you're a 6 o'clock guy. Hopefully we're, your, we're on your radio, we're on your phone, we're in your earbuds. You're hanging out with us somehow. But now we're hanging out with, I'm just going to say... Frequent contributor. Let's call it the Raleigh Smith segment. Let's okay. do that. That's what we'll do. Uh, we're, we're working up to that. Yeah. Frequent contributor. There we go. Friend of the show. Record-setting contributor. There we go. We're calling Fridays. It's uh, Fridays with Riley. Hey, or I like is that. It, or is it Rye Day? Oh, I like <laughs> how that rolled off your tongue there. Either how you one. been, my dude? Good, man. Just hanging Good. in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to get you up a little bit on the... We got a quiet voice. There we go. Yeah, we we go. Go. yeah you're chill. We got, we're bringing that energy behind the scenes, but here we are back on back on the radio. We are live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Colwell Banker Legacy Mobile Studio as we are at Rio Grande Credit Union Field at Isotopes Park, a.k.a. The Lab. All of your real estate needs, make sure you reach out to John Lopez of John Lopez Real Estate and Colwell Banker Legacy. <clears throat> Hey, man, I'll tell you something right now, Riley. The yeah. goatee's looking sweet, brother. <laughs> <laughs> well, looking sweet. I'll tell you this right now. I've got a 
higher ERA with the goatee than I have any other facial hair. So Uh-oh. it may hey. look good, but it's it's flirting with the boundaries of being gone. I was about to say, is, is it gone after today? No, I'm, <laughs> I'm uh, I won't throw any more this year. So okay, I'm, I'm gonna keep it around. So nice. Okay. Yeah. I, I, that would be like a good stat on like baseball oh, America or baseball sprout. <laughs> it's, it's like it, it's we don't just show up to the yard with new facial hair for no reason it's either, <laughs> it's either we got smacked around or we got a over day or something yeah. just change it up it's just like walkout songs I like somebody uh, in the dugout the other day was like I'm changing my walkout song every day I don't get a hit until I finally get one yeah <laughs> nice. yeah like uh, Albuquerque legend Alex Bregman he went down to the clubhouse and shaved oh, yeah. mid-game one time. You oh, ever yeah. Whoa. That? No, I have not. No. Which I don't really have time. You may yeah. have a couple innings in between. But, uh, yeah, Bregman's known to do some wild stuff. Oh, for sure. Uh, hey, as long as it works. As yeah, long as yeah. it works. You know? There's some, you know, I went to LSU, which is where he went to school. Right. There's some good, there's some good Bregman stories floating around there. Oh, yeah. I bet. <laughs> yeah. Any of them radio kosher? Uh, yeah, I mean some of them. Yeah. <laughs> it went from yeah to yeah. some. Yeah. All right, think of one. No, I'm going to call you out. I'm going to call you out a minute. It's college. It, you know. Riley, I have, I have a question for you. So we know yeah. that you guys did uh, team voting for these awards. How hard was that? Um, <clears throat> we had some pretty significant guys this year that kind of stood out in each category. So okay. it wasn't, wasn't as hard. Mm-hmm. Um. It is hard sometimes on, like, you know, I mean, it, everybody did MVP stuff. And, the, and I think I think some of them are blatant and that right. some of them could go either way. Yeah. Right. Um, obviously, blatant for me, MVP is Wenton. I mean. Right. And that's, we kind of had gonna that. That's going to be league MVP. I mean, right. you can't have another. And then, you know, the home run king, that just pretty much goes whoever's got the home run, most yeah. runs, which is going to be Perez. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, I think that's. That's pretty standard. I, I think as a pitching staff, that one's hard because I don't think any of us have really been pleased with how we've pitched this year as gotcha. a whole. So, but, uh, I mean, usually it's – there's usually significant guys that stand out. It's like, all right, this dude's – Yeah, shit. you already know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What about for, like, uh, like high school awards, like class clown? <laughs> who, who, would you, who, would, who would be the class clown? In this – clubhouse yeah. yeah morales yeah yeah nice 100%. okay no hesitation Class clown is morales yeah that was no easy. hesitation i didn't yeah. take any thought. i think brandon gold would like to be but uh it's just jmo's funny yeah oh okay <laughs> brandon's gonna be he's gonna be pissed yeah, he knows it's a joke he knows i'm kidding all right so i know you saw this the competition committee passed a bunch of the prospective rules for the big league starting next year. next year in the big mm-hmm. leagues yeah pitch timer shifts yeah. um possible you know they're revisiting the strike zone and strike yeah. zone challenges i'll yeah. give you the opportunity right here live on air you said how much you hated the new rules yeah. this mean you're going to retire <laughs> <laughs> no i'm not retiring but i don't think my comments are uh live air friendly <laughs> no <laughs> no i mean uh, hey, you, hey real, you spoke your mind on here before to yeah be real honest with you, the only concern with major league baseball ever is no, is money that's it right the re- way they're going to make more money and the way they think they're going to make more money is to make the games more exciting and mm-hmm. every rule they put in place is going to be to try to get people on base more often yeah right that's it. I mean, if you look at the league, like, a good batting average over the years, like, MVP is 305, 310. Correct. Sure. We're going to have guys hitting 340 this year, 330. Yeah. yeah. Finishing the year with 500 ABs at 330. Yeah. 
Wow. Guys, that's not that's yeah. not a, a, a coincidence across the league. You Correct. have the most consistent strike zone you've ever had. Yeah. It's gonna make hitters' eyes adjust more. A mm-hmm. good hitter is gonna be is gonna be a good hitter with a strike zone that's consistent every time. Which is fine. Yes. Yeah. They're just gonna have to take, okay, now a three ERA isn't good. Mm-hmm. It's gonna right. be closer to a four and a half. Sure. I mean, guys are gonna be getting on base more, which I mean, if you're in Albuquerque, <laughs> a seven's good. Like, <laughs> <you know? laughs> as a as a pitcher, what adjustments would you make for these new rules? Um, the to me, the only one that that I don't like, I would much rather have the ABS than the clock. Okay, okay. Um, all right. Because the ABS, sure, it's more hitter friendly. But if you do the ABS and the clock. Say I've got 10 seconds left and me and the catcher aren't on the same page and I want to throw a changeup, I don't have time to work through all my pitches to, yeah. to shake, to yeah. get Correct. to them. Yeah. And then you're rushing, you're not making good p- But that's all by design. That's Correct. what they want. They right, don't want right, you right. to have a game plan. They don't want you to get guys out easier. Mm-hmm. Last year we set the record for no hitters in the big leagues, like the most. Yeah, sure. They don't want that. Correct. They want you to set the home run record, Yeah, which is fine. But you, you can't screw your, your pitchers over in the process. So. so so you already let us know you're not retiring, but you also <laughs> let us know you won't be throwing for the rest of the season. What does the rest of the season look like for you then? Yeah, um, so my last outing, I had a little twinge in my shoulder in the first inning mm-hmm. and opted to just lather some red hot on and roll through it. Uh, I just didn't recover well. Okay. I got some uh, inflammation in my shoulder. I got my MRI results back. Everything is good. I don't know if I'm supposed to be saying this on air, but <laughs> it's too late. I mean, it is, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to throw the rest of the year. It, okay. It's a two-week protocol of no throw and then a few weeks build oh, up. So, yeah. And so it yeah. just kind of runs not out of time. And, yeah. and and I would like to come back next year, and, and this offseason I'm going to completely just go after it. So right. I would much rather be healthy going into the off season, and that's we're on the same page with the with the organization and everything. So hopefully, I I would like to re-sign back here next year and and have another season. I, I, I doubt any pitcher ever wants to come back to Albuquerque, but <laughs> I, I've enjoyed my time here. So I, what is it about? Is it the team culture? Is it you know top to bottom front office stuff? Is it the city of Albuquerque? <laughs> what, what what is it about? Because you know, makes them want to come back. The, right? ele- the elevation. Yeah. You think pitchers would be running away, but yeah. here you are. You want to come back. Right. Yeah, but, I mean, that's an asterisk next to everything. If sure. you have a, a 3 ERA in Sugarland, it's the same as a 5 ERA here. If you can Got just you. think of how your body feels, how you're getting out. If you give up three solo shots every game, but you're not giving up five grand slams every game, then yeah. you're doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's, it's not the – It's not the. nobody wants to come back here because of the homers. The grass is a little thick. The ball yeah. doesn't roll as far. It's just – there's some things, but – if the ball's coming out good, if you're pitching well, it's not going to matter. You're going to throw well. Like it, you know, and, and where I live out here, I like where I live, and, and I enjoy the team, and I enjoy the, the weather's not bad. Um, Especially on a day like today. Right, this is yeah. perfect. You can't beat this. I know. 85, little breeze, <laughs> yeah. sunshine. It's beautiful. No, I, I enjoy it. I, I bring my bow. There's some hunting around here. I do some sure duck is. hunting yeah. out here. Yeah. So it's, it's Absolutely. just, I enjoy it. It's not far from home. All right, so you're already looking towards the offseason. I know you got to take care of yourself, rehab, get ready, et cetera, et cetera. I want to hear about your offseason exploits. <laughs> what, is, what does Riley Smith have planned for the offseason? You're going you to shoot hogs out of helicopters? What's, what's no, the first I'm, big plan? What's the first yeah, big yeah. hunt? Um, first big hunt. Uh, I mean, when I go home, I, I pig hunt pretty much every night. Uh, Man. I mean, there, there's pigs in my backyard. Um, we've got a couple hundred acres across the street from our house, and mm-hmm. we hunt on that. But I'm going to go to uh, Kansas 
around Halloween and uh, go whitetail hunting with my bow. Um, <clears throat> my girlfriend, they have some family land. They duck hunt and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. I'll be hunting quite a bit. Um, my brother's at Louisiana Tech this year playing baseball. He's a pitcher. Um, so I'll be making some trips over there to see baseball. I mean, it's going to be an exciting trip. I'm going to Hawaii for a wedding. Hey, um, oh, beautiful. Yeah. Maui? First time. Uh, Maui or Waikiki. Honolulu? Waikiki. Okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, I have a friend that I play with with the D-backs. That he's, his wife is from Hawaii, so mm. a little destination wedding. Nice. be pretty cool. So Hawaii is gorgeous. I fell in yes. love. Yeah. Very and, much uh, so. I've never been. I'm trying to line up a hunt while I'm over there, but. <laughs> there's a lot there's a lot that goes into getting that thing back over here so <laughs> yeah. yeah hey you might not even need to hunt there you could just take a bunch of javelinas stuff a pineapple <laughs> yeah. in their mouth <laughs> yeah so no i mean it's off season i'm busier in the off season than i am during season so yeah yeah uh, in a previous lifetime i was a social worker and the company that i work for had an office in honolulu and my first vacation in Hawaii, I did two weeks there, and I didn't want to leave. Yeah. yeah. I was I, like, I can, I could just just move yeah. right yes. over here. Yeah. Yes. But well, you know, lo, lo and behold, I'm a good dad, and I wanted to come back to my daughter. So, yeah. so there's that. Yeah, there you uh, go. No, I mean, I, I don't. we don't get a lot of summertime vacations, um, and every chance I, every off day I get, I, I try to go home when I can. So beach is few and far between, so me and my girlfriend planned out a few extra days to hang out, do some Hawaii stuff. And nice. Staying in a resort on the beach, so it'll be a good time. I don't know if they told you, but I know you know the isotope schedule, and this is uh, this is our next to last show yeah. here from the lab, and this is our last Friday. Really? So I just want to say thank you for being a contributor yeah. all season, hey, big have, time contributor. Yeah, yeah, we had a lot it. of fun I, with it. Anytime y'all want me on, I'd be glad to be up here as long as I'm the not pitching. So last home stand, we're going to be doing Tuesday or Wednesday. So you got one more shot at it. Nice. There you go, Riley Smith. Anything else? Tell the friends of the show before you're out of here. Nah. All right. That's it. Just chilling. All right. We got more two men on coming your way when we get back. You're listening to 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Jeff Symbiana and J.J. Bond. Wake up with the opening drive on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. It's time to rock. It's time to rock. It's time to rock and your party don't stop. There we go, Mike. Yeah, that's a little better. That's way better. Now now we're working our way up. Now we're working our way up. Now it feels like Friday. Now it's a Friday. Feels like Friday at 4.15 now, baby. Yes. LFG. Welcome back to the program. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. We're live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Colwell Banker Legacy Mobile Studio as we are up at Rio Grande Credit Union Field at Isotopes Park, a.k.a. The Lab. We are powered by New Mexico Pinon Coffee. And speaking of Mexico Pinon Coffee, we made it rain coffee beans up in the Isotopes office earlier as we gave everyone working for the Isotopes front office a bag of some delicious New Mexico Pinon coffee. We are so proud of our partnership with New Mexico Pinon coffee and Locker 505. Of course, if you don't know, Locker 505 is a clothing bank for youth in need in the Albuquerque and surrounding areas. Bring your donation of new or gently used clothes to any New Mexico Pinon location for 10% off of your order, whether it's just a latte or some merch or some beans, Mm -hmm. whatever. Make a donation and tag 
New Mexico Pinion Coffee and Locker 505 on social media for 25% off. Or come see us up at the Rio Rancho location on Wednesday. Make a donation while the boys are online, and we will legit just give you free coffee. There you go. You cannot beat that deal. Not at all. And it's the best coffee in town. Back on the program, two-time, we got a veteran with us now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the one, the only super utility Mr. Taylor Snyder, welcome back, my dude. Thank you, boys. Hey. Good to be back. I'm trying. I'm sitting here trying to figure out how how you guys made it rain with coffee beans in the front office, but you didn't bring any into the clubhouse. Oh, I knew it was coming. What's going on? Right, I knew. Here we go. I'm you not, know what? Right, I was right, hoping you wouldn't pick up right. on that, but I saw his face. And I was like, uh oh, because <laughs> that's how they got it. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's exactly how they got it. <laughs> a little, a little behind the scenes, Taylor. We uh, we were talking with Josh Sushan, voice of the Isotopes, of course, <laughs> about some limited flavors that New Mexico Pinon has, and he's like, I want to try one. So we came up to the lab last night and brought him some coffee, and then we're starting a whole, like, <laughs> Hatfield-McCoy division <laughs> up in the office. They're like, where's our coffee? Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, we made it rain. You're creating a problem today. here. See? See? So you got, you got the day off today. You kind of bummed that you got the day off on probably one of the most beautiful days yes. all year. Oh, it's gorgeous today. It's gorgeous. But, I mean, it is what it is, you know. Sit there and cheer my team on tonight. But you basically play every position on the field except for pitcher and catcher. So, I mean, they could call your number at any time, right? Correct. Yeah, that is correct. I'm waiting for them to call my number to come in and pitch one of these games. Oh, there we go. There we go. Are you a, are you on Reddit? Are you a Reddit guy? I'm not a Reddit guy. So I've been on there a little bit, but. Our baseball, I'm not a hardcore Reddit guy, but I'm on it. I'm what they call a lurker. Mm-hmm. I don't have an account and I don't subscribe, but I, I check it out for information. Our baseball has like a uh, fielder is pitching alerts. Oh, so really? you, could, you could sign up for an alert. If you're yeah. a baseball player, yeah. you could sign up for alerts and they'll tell you when a pitcher, uh, I mean, a position player is uh, pitching. You just immediately go online or turn on the game, whatever. That's it's sweet. Legit hilarious. Yeah, that was awesome when they had Pujols throw. Oh, that? yeah. <laughs> I have a question for you, though, Taylor. All right. Look, the long ball has been the story of the team the entire season. All right, who is the odds on favor to break this Grand Slam record? Who, who would you say? Ooh. Who would you say is the one that's going to break this Grand Slam record? I mean, I want to say myself. Hey, that's what I was waiting. I was lobbing it for you, too. But I, like I would say, uh, shoot, I, I probably got Coco Montez. Coco? Man. Yeah, that's he's, smart. A, he's a monster this yeah, year. Yeah. Especially when dudes get in scoring position. For yeah. some reason, uh, the ball just gets bigger for him. So that's, that's who I got my money on. Hey, speaking of ballers, I want to get your opinion on Zeke Tovar. Mm. Is this kid the truth? He's legit, man. Yeah, he's legit. I haven't, I haven't uh, been able to play with him, uh, other than like a few games at at big league camp and spring training. You know, just watching him play up there. But like, yeah, he's legit, man. He can pick it. He's got a good arm. He runs, and I mean, he's showing some power too. So I think he's, uh, I think he's gonna be the truth. As a guy who plays, who's got a great glove yourself. Is there, like, some game, recognized game element when you're walking up? Because he's silky smooth out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah there, there for sure is. You know, like, when you're out there in the infield taking ground balls with, with dudes that are really good, like, you can feel it. And you can feel, like, this energy. You kind of, you kind of build off each other, and, and a ground ball session, like, kind of gets exciting almost. Yeah, you know, right. you're, you're kind of just, like, feeling off each other, and turning d- double plays with those guys is a lot of fun. So, yeah, he's legit. With the season winding down, 
Um, is it hard to stay focused and locked in where, where you know that the end is right this close and this near, especially after a long journey of a season? It is, yeah. They, they call it uh, they call them the dog days, mm -hmm. and we are for sure in them. Um, you start thinking about home. You start yeah. thinking about what you're going to do in the offseason. But, uh, I mean, really, you just gotta you just got to battle that and yeah. show up to the field and know that, all right, this is work. Yeah. i got to work for a couple more weeks, and, and then I can do what I want to do after. But right. uh, for now, yeah, you gotta you got to grind a little bit. Yeah. So team awards on Sunday, how conflicted were you casting those votes? Then just not put Taylor Snyder on everything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this year it was easy not to put Taylor Snyder on everything. Uh, but, I mean, there was a couple. There was a couple, you know, that you kind of have to sit there and think about for a second. But, uh, I mean, I think I think Wynton Bernard, maybe a little spoiler alert. Yeah, that dude's going to be on yeah. everybody's ballot. You yeah. know? Right. That's not going to be a big surprise if you've been following Winton and the amazing season uh, that he has. Who's like, uh, who's your underdog vote getter? Like, who's who should you like? Like, oh yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, maybe like the the hometown hero DJ, maybe for like nice. power hitter. Mm. Uh, you know, he 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 put some homers out this year. He hit some long balls. He hit some grannies. He. Uh, I could see him sneaking in there for the power hitter, you know? Yeah. Well, well, you, we you, uh, we you guys are going to have a lot of people under that category. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. yeah. That's the one who's I want to see. Who's not? Yeah, that's <laughs> the one who I want to see takes that award home. Yeah. I'm, ready. I'm really excited about that one. We uh, asked Riley Smith, what if these were like high school awards? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, who gets, who gets class clown? Yeah. Who, who gets he the had best a, smile? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I know best smile already. He had an immediate answer for Class Clown. I yeah. want to see your answer if it matches I'm up. I'm going Jonathan Morales. That's He's one of the best clubhouse guys I've ever been around. That guy is wild. He's light. He's loud. He's funny. And uh, he, he, he keeps the clubhouse light. And, and you need guys like that. So I want to ask you, though, uh, what are you most excited for in the offseason? What do you have lined up coming up? Uh, I golf, man. Yeah. Golf. I'm a big golfer. I love it. i um, passionate about it. Other than that, I'm getting married. I got to hey, say congratulations. that. Um, I'm really excited about that. Uh, I might be going down to the Australian Baseball League to play some winter ball. Oh, um, sweet. Good. I've been down there before for team, the New Zealand team. Mm -hmm. Be so, careful. Yeah. yeah. Everything is the most deadly thing on the oh, planet. Oh yeah, no doubt. The whole yeah. the whole continent's trying to kill you. Yeah, yeah. everything. <laughs> I, I went I went I went golfing out there and and they uh, they said, "Hey, if you hit your ball in the in the bushes, it's it. gone." Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> uh, not bushes. The bush. The, the bush. bush. The bush. <laughs> so, looking forward to that. So, we talked a little bit about golf last time you're on, but uh, what's what courses stick out to you in the area now? What's, what's your favorite? Uh, Sandia, Sandia is up strong. there. Very um, nice. Twin Warriors Twin is, is great. legit. Yep. Um, the UNM Championship course is, is very challenging, actually, yeah. mm -hmm. um, for being like a public, you know, municipal-type course, I guess, is, is very good. I haven't been up to Paco Ridge. I want to. Um, I've heard phenomenal things about it. Some of the guys have gone up there and played, but I was unfortunately rehabbing when they went up there, but... I've heard that one's unbelievable. So yeah. maybe I've heard the same in. thing. Paco is literally the only course in the area I haven't played yet. Really? So it's, yeah, 
It's I mean, my it, golden goose. It's the last it, one on the list. It costs you a pretty penny. Yes, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> yeah. is, that, is that factoring why you haven't played? It's part of it. <laughs> yeah, it's, they, it's part hey, of it. I, I, I'll, uh, I'll second that. I'll yeah. second that. <laughs> Yeah, no it's, a, it's a whole trip. It's like an hour on yeah. the other side of the mountain. Yeah, and then, yeah. You know, you got a specific tea time, and it's. it's I hear it's slow play mm-hmm. out yeah. there as well. I mean, usually if you're paying that much, I, I want dinner. I want drinks. I want, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want a back rub. You want a whole experience. Yes. You want a whole experience. Yeah, yeah I, need, I need the no whole doubt. thing. No doubt. So what's uh, on the field? What's your focus in the offseason? Um, this this offseason, I'm really going to focus on, like, pitch recognition, um, you know, making sure I'm ending at bats on time when I'm supposed to. When you get that, and at this level especially, man, like you may only get two, maybe three pitches a game that you can really do damage with. Man. And so you got to be disciplined enough as a hitter, A, to be patient for those pitches, and B, to be able to execute and get the swing off and put put a barrel on that ball because, I mean, there's nights where I go out and, I mean, you go back and we can look at all of our pitches that we got throughout the night, and it's like, man, I didn't get anything over the plate that mm-hmm. night. There was maybe like one pitch in like my first at bat, and shoot, if you're not ready for it and you miss it, that might be your one. That, at, that might be your one hit for the night. So uh, I'm, I'm gonna really hone in on that, uh, just being disciplined at the plate and making sure I end the at bat when it's supposed to be over. What about uh, on the field with the glove? Do you pride yourself as someone that could pay any position, or does the bulk of your work go at one position? Um, I do. I do take a lot of pride in that because I think it's valuable, um, especially in today's game. I would say my primary position is shortstop. Uh, I still, I still, still my favorite position. I love it. It's mm-hmm. definitely the most pressure. Um, you got to make the most happen at shortstop. But like to me, I feel like the outfield is a very athletic position. Right. You know, you can you can just throw an athlete in the outfield, and, right. and once he gets the reads and once he gets some reps out there, like he can really play. But mm-hmm. but shortstop, I mean, that's a, that's the that's the moneymaker position, yeah. right? And so no I, I I definitely like to take pride in staying there and being disciplined there, and that's where I'm gonna try to get a lot of my reps in, in the in winter ball is at short, because if you can play short. Uh, you can kind of play everywhere, yeah. you know. Taylor Snyder, Albuquerque Isotope Utility Legend. <laughs> <laughs> Please, have, have you checked it off? Have you played every position so far this year? I haven't played center yet this yeah. year. Ah. Last year they put me out there uh, for a game, so I, I checked that one off. I had all seven defensive positions, obviously besides catcher, last year checked off. Mm. So Have you? I, have you ever thought of pulling like a Will Ferrell thing? Oh, <laughs> dude, I would love to. You do one position. Yeah, one position I would in. love to, man. I won an inning. I would, I would, I would la- allow myself to catch if I could just. Yes. If I could pull that off, you know. I would. Uh, that would be the only exception to me getting behind the plate. All right, we're gonna lobby for this. Yeah, yeah. I think if uh, if you guys are still out of it, last week of the year, last home stand. The boys got your back. Yeah. We want to see a different position every inning. Oh, I, I, I'm down. I am too <laughs> down. And let me come in in the ninth and pitch, and I'm all, I'm all for it. Yeah. That, see, that's the one that's going to be hardest to get, right? So will Skip ever, like, let you on the mound if it's not a – if it's a close game? Yeah, and yeah, you're like, yeah. I'm going to make baseball history, coach. Let, put let me, me out it. there. Let me do and it. And he's like, we're up by one. There's no, no. way. Yeah, yeah, if that's the case, I, I, there, I got no chance. But yeah. if, that, if for some reason we ended up, you know, scoring a bunch of runs that game and, yeah. and we were up 10, 15 runs, then maybe, you know, maybe. But I think, I think uh, Shafe would be most hesitant about putting me behind the plate. Okay. Mm. I think he would trust me behind or to get on the mound. Yeah. Uh, but behind the plate, I think he would. I think he would think about that. <laughs> <laughs>
Taylor Snyder, thanks for joining us, my man. Multiple-time friend of the show. Yes. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on, boys. Always a good time. When we come back, I got your texts. I got your emails, Albuquerque. We're talking football till Josh Sushan, voice of the Isotopes, joins us. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Don't just friggin' sit there. Get in the game right now, right now at 888-922-0610. Back to the program, Albuquerque. It is popping here at Rio Grande Credit Union Field at Isotopes Park, a.k.a. the Lab. Gates just opened up, and it is already popping yes, in here. it is. You're A listening lot of buzz. to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Now that Robert and his Chargers got the first game of week two out of the way and hung up an L. First L. On the road with the Chiefs. We're going to do a bit of little uh, NFL pick em Let's do this it. This segment. And we're just going to start in order on the Sunday games. And uh, first, I want to hear your thoughts on Patriots going to Pittsburgh and playing the Steelers. Okay, Mailman's going to love me for this one. I'm going to say Pittsburgh wins this game. Only because I did not like what I saw from the Patriots at all down in Miami. And the Steelers, they still have a great defense, even though J.J. Watt is out. Minka Fitzpatrick is the man. I'm going to go with the Steelers and the closer. We are going to pause just for one second our NFL pick because we got a surprise guest yeah. with us. The guest. The, it can't be that surprising. The guest. I'm here all the time. I was about to say, it's always here. <laughs> Not that you're here that uh, it's, it's surprising you have time, us. yeah, to come yeah. sit down with us. Of course yeah. I do. Any amount of time that we get with VP and GM of the Isotopes, John Traub, we would love to have it. How's your day going, brother? It's going good, man. It's hard to believe. Our final Friday night of the year, yep. our final fireworks show of the year, yeah. the first of our final six games, it's really gone, you know, the season's a long season. Yes. But once you get to the very end, you're like, I can't believe that we're already at the end. Sometimes right. I say, thank goodness we're at the end. <laughs> but this is a good year. It's right. been a really good year. And right. Thank you guys for being here every Friday. Well, I want to I ask you a question. What made this year unique than other seasons? Well, it was the first year since 2019 right. that we were fully open, no restrictions, full season, you know, 150 games, 75 at home, 75 on the road. Just, you know, a unique year in terms of some of the on-the-field stories, right. the Winton Bernard stories, which that's one of my top five of my entire career. Um, you know, some of the guys that have gone from here up to the big leagues, the home runs we've hit, right. the, the records we've set that way. You know, we haven't won all the games that we want to, but the team has been fun to watch. They've been competitive. They've made games really exciting, and, and uh, we're just happy, you know. And I guess it's not that unique because I kind of say this at the end of every season. We're just so thankful for the support that the fans have given right. us, and we know that they've been appreciative of the ability to come back. Right. You know, we're leading the Pacific Coast League in attendance for the first time ever. I think we're probably going to end on top in terms of average attendance and hopefully total attendance. But it's, it's just been a, 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 a conglomeration of a lot of different reasons why it's been a successful year. Right. The fans, the facility we have, 
the wonderful and dynamic and forward-thinking staff that we have. Uh, but we got nothing if it's not for the fans. Correct. And I really appreciate the kind words. Uh, we had a blast here all year, and we love what you guys do for the Albuquerque community. And you kind of hinted at it um, with Robert's question, but the Albuquerque isotopes aren't just about baseball. Correct. This is about community. This is about building. Like, there's so many amazing things that you do for the Albuquerque community. Like, for example, tonight is art night. Like, Correct. art appreciation night. Right. There's always something throughout the year you guys do for the Albuquerque community. You know, what does that mean to you, and where does this passion come from? Well... I will say this, and not just because she's standing here, <laughs> but so many of these ideas really gen are germinated by our staff. Right. Sure. And our night, for example, Michelle Montoya, our director of community relations, you know, so many of the things we do, such as theme nights like this, they're all her brainchild. Right. And it's, sure, the whole staff kind of gets together and puts in their two cents, but without having somebody like Michelle, mm -hmm. who really says, hey, guys, this is the vision. How do we make this possible? It's uh, This stuff doesn't get done. Correct. We have a very collaborative group, and Michelle is really at the top of that list. In terms of things like this, science night, you know, just things that are outside of the ordinary in terms of um, just what you would do when you come to a ballpark, right? right. Mm -hmm. It's cap night. It's bobblehead night. It's fireworks night. Yeah, we do all those things, and we do them really well. But I would say this year, probably more than most years, we have done these kind of outside-the-box types of events, and they've been really, really successful. Off-screen and off the microphone, uh, miss everything here for the isotopes. Oh, now there she goes. Now she's on the mic. Yeah. Yeah. Michelle Montoya. Hello. Oh, come on, sit in here. Have some fun yeah. with this. Okay. Yeah. Special thanks to GM and VP, the ISOF John Traub, for joining us. Um, where did this idea come from? This is so cool. Yeah, this is something that we have been thinking about for a few years, actually. Okay. We thought, okay, there's so many different themes that you can do. How can we bring people who don't ordinarily come to the ballpark mm. to the ballpark, right? That's yeah. kind of where Science Night came from as well. Um, so Art Night was something that we had thought about. Actually, our game production manager, Chris Shepard, he's the one that wanted to do this from okay. the very get-go. Nice. We thought, how can we do that? How can we incorporate the arts, a celebration of the arts, and bring folks to the ballpark that ordinarily wouldn't come? That's where that all came from. So you were talking to us offline earlier about a few players went and they were doing some things with sign language, correct? Can you, yeah. can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, so today we took four of our players to the Albuquerque Sign Language Academy. It was so much fun. Uh, they were able to learn some sign language. They got to learn how to say my name is and then right. each one of them. It was super cool. Um, again, just trying to find new ways to reach out to folks in this community um, and connect with them. We're always trying to find more ways to make the ballpark also more inclusive, right? right. So this is just another way, another partnership that we can, we can do that. An absolute stellar season here up at uh, the lab. My question is, how hard do you guys have to work in the offseason yes. to keep topping yourselves yeah. every year? Every year, another season up here at the lab, you could just outdo yourself every time. For sure. I mean, immediately when one season ends, another season begins. Mm. People think that we get this great vacation <laughs> in between <laughs> seasons, but it's not. The second that one season ends, we are already planning our theme nights, getting our theme night committee together, mm -hmm. trying to figure out how to make things bigger and better. 
for the next season. Can you give us maybe a sneak peek of what can be in store for next year, or is it too early for that? It's probably a little too early uh-huh. for that, but I know that we potentially want to bring out Hurricane Jr. back again. Yes, that I was a great that, night. Great that night. was very successful, yes. and I think that, you know, making it bigger and better, I'm going to just say I want a car show and, you know, yeah. a bunch of things. But that's just, you know, me dreaming. So okay. hopefully we can, we can bring some really fun things back next year. Michelle Montoya of the Isotopes. Anything to tell the friends of the show before we let you go? I'm just saying, you guys got to come out to these theme nights. Yes. They're just so amazing. Even if you think it's out of the box, you'll never know what you see here at the ballpark. There you go. Every single theme night we enjoy here, and we enjoy everything the Isotopes do for the Albuquerque community. When we get back, we will pick up our NFL coverage and talk about pickums as uh, we were just so absolutely rudely interrupted by these two wonderful people. You know it. <laughs> More NFL talk when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Gotta be kidding me, dude. Jim f***ing Rowe. Dude, don't make me block you. Don't be the first. On 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Sports Animal. Back on the program, the boys are talking football at the baseball park. Come out and check out your isotopes. It's art appreciation night out here. So uh, got a bunch of booths dedicated to local artists and art nonprofits. It's a really special night out here. Come support your local art community. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610 D Sports Animal. We're in the John Lopez Real Estate and Cowell Banker Legacy Mobile Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA. We end our days with a cocktail at Hollow Spirits. Mondays for Monday Night Football with the boys at Howie's Sports Page on the corner of Montgomery and Tramway. And the weekends are for that watermelon walk-off by Teller Vodka, New Mexico's Vodka. Hit us real quick with your Cliffs notes on Patriots Steelers, and we'll move on. Okay, I got the Steelers winning it because their defense is still great, uh, even without J.J. Watt, and I did not like what I saw from the Patriots in Miami. The Patriots had a rough start. I think Miami has a chance of being better than everyone thinks they are or gives credit for, but I don't see Belichick losing a lot of back-to-back games. Mm. So give me the Patriots on the road. Najee Harris is a little... A little uh, dinged up. Yes, he is. I don't think he's going to get a full workload. Like you said, there's no T.J. Watt. Uh, I see the Patriots riding the ship. Patriots and Steelers both end up at 500 after this next game. Okay. Uh, Next on the docket is Panthers-Giants. I'll start off on this one. Okay. Uh, I think with the healthy Christian McCaffrey and once Baker Mayfield gets his sea legs, Panthers will be slightly above average and give some teams fits. Saquon Barkley played out of his mind, but I think they're playing a better defense this week in Carolina. Give me the Panthers in a close game. Who do you got, Buck? No, actually, I have the Giants winning this one. Being undefeated on the season, 2-0, and I got Saquon getting at least 125 yards rushing. He looked like his old Looks self, great. didn't he? I think that uh, the crowd in New York is going to be going crazy just because they were not expecting to see what everyone saw week one. They love their coach because he has the balls to go win games. I got the Giants in this one. The Cleveland Browns, even without their $260 million pervert, 
they basically got a bye week because they're playing yeah. the Jets. Yeah, yeah. They're playing the Jets without their young quarterback. Mm-hmm. They're playing the Jets. Uh, so they can basically do whatever they want against yeah. the Jets except for throw at Sauce Gardner. Yeah, so that means Nick Chubb will have a big game yep. and the Browns will win. I think it's going to be an easy Browns win. Uh, once we get a little later in the season, we'll start doing pick them and we'll start doing point spread. Yeah. Uh, but for the sake, for lack of confusion, we're just doing pick them right now. Right. Just pick them. Yeah. So next we got the Colts who tied the loser Houston Texans. They are on the road <laughs> against one of my surprise teams this year, the Jacksonville Jaguars, okay. who got thumped uh, last week and kind of embarrassed me in my pick Okay. I am not going with the Big Cats again this week. Panthers win, Jags lose. The Colts are better than they showed last week. I got the Colts with a bounce-back win. Robert, who you got? Well, you're going to be upset about this one. I'm Uh-oh. going with Jacksonville. I'm not upset about that. No. But I have a reason why. Because okay. the Jaguars are 5-30 and 30 in their last 35 games. Guess how many of those wins of the five were against the Colts? Oh, Three. God. If you're asking Three. Oh, okay. 2019 season finale, 2020 season opener, 2021 last year's season finale. I got the Jags winning this game at home. Okay, they got their number. I get that. I I think the law of averages will balance out, and the superior Colts roster will come back. This is a very interesting game coming up next in the 11 o'clock hour on Sunday. We got the Dolphins, who dominated the Patriots last week, go to Baltimore to face Lamar Jackson-led Ravens. Who you got? I have the Ravens. This is going to be similar to the Thursday night game. You have the team with a lot of potential that people are talking about, which are the Dolphins. Then you have the team that's been good for a few seasons, the Ravens. And the Ravens are at home. It's going to be a defensive game. And when it's defense, I'm always going with the Ravens. Okay, uh, I like the Ravens. I think the Dolphins are going to have a few up-and-down games. I do not see this as being an up game for the Dolphins. Ravens are a better team, basically every group except for wide receiver. Mm -hmm. I think the Ravens do what they need to do to get it done. More NFL talk in the 6 o'clock hour as we'll preview the rest of the NFL when we get back. The boys are at the ballpark and we're having a lot of fun with it a lot of friends of the show here it is fan appreciation night and art night so get out and see a bunch of cool art come support a lot of cool art nonprofits. and uh hey look buck all them grills are cooking up yeah. right now it that, smells that, look, amazing the, out the, here the nice breeze yeah. that we have is blowing all of that right to our nostrils <laughs> All the art you're going to see could be amazing, but I just saw a guy with a chihuahua strap yes. on his chest. Yes. That might be the most artistic here thing tonight. Who knows? you got to get come out here and see it for yourself. You're listening to Two Men On, and we are live from the John Lopez Real Estate Coal Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA, and we end our days at Hollow Spirits. Monday is for the boys at Howie's, and the weekends are for Teller, New Mexico's 
Vodka. You're listening to 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Now, now betting, betting for the, for sports, the sports animal, animal your, your afternoon, afternoon drive. drive. Number, Number two, two, men, men on, on, Van, Van Nunley, Nunley and, and Fred, Fred Slow. Slow. And in, in the, the on-deck on circle, circle. Robert, Robert Buck, Buck D. D. Gibson. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Welcome back to the program. Two hours in the books, having a lot of fun. Boys are at the ballpark. We're going to jump right into NFL coverage as you are listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Uh, this one might be a little unexpected to a lot of people. The Buccaneers visit the New Orleans Saints, and there is a team that Tom Brady is 0-4 against yeah. in the last two years, and it just so happens to be the Saints. Yeah. Does he get his first win on Sunday, Robert? No, he doesn't. I believe he loses um, be, just because their wide receiving uh, core is very depleted. Um, if Dallas had any type of gumption, they would have exposed that when the Buccaneers played them. Then I have the Bucks losing their first game of the season. Okay, my next question for you is how many Giselle jokes are the defensive line going to yell at Tom all game? Oh, what? Uh, that's at the <laughs> – that's pregame. <laughs> they're down – they're playing in New Orleans as well. Yeah. Oh, man, it's, it's coming from all angles. God, he's going to hear it. He's going to get an earful. Yes. Every possible divorce, single – Giselle, whatever joke you could possibly think of, he's going to hear it on Sunday. Mm -hmm. I don't think that matters. He's played with a chip on his shoulder forever. Tom Brady writes the ship, finally wins one against New Orleans. Tom Brady is Tom Brady. I don't care if he's lost four in a row against New Orleans. Like, what can they be? What can they brag about? Yeah, you beat them four times in a row, but. It's Brady. Yeah. It's got seven Tom of them Brady. things, man. Yeah, Stop it. Sure. Yeah, Jameis. <laughs> I got seven rings. Yeah. How many LASIK surgeries do you have? <laughs> <laughs> uh, in a battle of ineptitude, the commanders visit the Detroit Lions. Mm -hmm. You know, after this season, I'm a big Lions guy. Okay. So, I mean, I just love the energy of the team. They got a lot to root for. Is that because of hard knocks? Of course it's got because you. of hard knocks. Got you. Okay. There's literally no other reason to root for Detroit outside of hard knocks. Do they stand a chance against the possible upstart commanders who did what they needed to do last week? Well, I'm going to go with the Lions on this one solely based off of how they played against the Eagles at home last week they scored 35 points man strong work the detroit lions scored 35 points they're back at home against a lesser opponent i'm going with detroit for the win okay um i got detroit as well because the commanders and carson wentz played so amazing last week there's no way carson wentz does it <laughs> twice in a row you don't think there's he's no going to be that way. consistent huh? okay so i remember the beginning of his potential mvp season yeah and i also remember every single game since then there is no way that he repeats that performance needs your attention here robert there's no way <laughs> <laughs> there's no way he repeats that performance detroit rock city 
gets their first win of the year. All right. Now we're on to the afternoon slate, Robert. Mm, another divisional rivalry game. Seahawks surprised the world. Maybe not the world, but definitely me and definitely Denver Broncos fans. I called it. As they put it on them at home in Seattle. It's going to be a little bit different story this week as Seattle is on the road in San Francisco to face a wrinkly-fingered, <laughs> rain-soaked 49ers team. Right. Who you got? Okay, so the quarterback head-to-head -head is still going to go to the Seahawks. I believe that they're going to, you know, ride that, that wave that Geno has. But the problem is Adams, their safety is hurt, and the 49ers are at home. Debo goes wild. I got the 49ers winning this game. You know I don't gamble early in the season, Robert. Okay. Because I don't think there's enough data on which teams are actually the teams. Mm -hmm. I know your Chargers are going to be good. I know the Chiefs are going to be good. I don't know who the 49ers are yet right. with Trey Lance. Is he going to be able to get his playmakers the ball? Is he going to be able to be on offense long enough to eat up the clock right. so his defense isn't running around and getting tired? Last week was a one-off. They played in a friggin' monsoon. Yeah, they played we in the fishbowl. Yeah. We can't we can't see how good Trey Lance is under those circumstances. With that being said, it's supposed to rain again no way. on Trey Lance. Oh. So we might not get to see who Trey Lance is again no. yet. Hey, this is football. You're supposed to play in any weather. You you should be able to deliver in any weather. So he's got an exp he's got one game of experience there playing in the rain. Exactly. If he learned any lessons, he'd be he better be able to transfer them right. to next week's game. With that being said, I got the Niners. I got them in a bounce back game. Seahawks make it close. Geno Smith played a really good game. It, the game wasn't as close as the score indicated. Right. A couple penalties, a couple turnovers. You know, those two goal line fumbles. Other than that, the Broncos mopped the floor with them. But good on Seahawks for competing. Mm -hmm. Good on the Seahawks for making it a game and bailing it out when it was important. They won their Super Bowl, I told you. I, I picked them to win that game. I don't think they'll win another one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the Rams got a bye week against the Falcons or not? The Falcons going to give them a game? No, this is the Rams are upset. They got embarrassed first game of the season. They're coming out with a vengeance. I have the Rams winning this game big. I think you're exactly right. The Rams got basically embarrassed in the first week, and they're playing a Falcons team who, I think the Falcons left it all on the field. Yeah. They had some chances to win that game last week and couldn't come through. Falcons play a better team this week. The Rams are pissed. Yes. The Rams demolish Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Got what you got? Yep. You got. Same thing. And this is a game coming up next Ooh. that I definitely would not bet on. No. I would not throw money on this game. No, sir. For a couple more weeks till we learn who these teams really are. I have the Cardinals making the playoffs as a wild card team. Me too. I have the Raiders making the playoffs as a wild card I'd team. I'd have that as well. But they both took L's in week one. Right. Who gets the bounce back win and gets the 500, it, Robert? It pains me to say this, but the Raiders will win this game because they cannot go 0-2 in the AFC West. If they go 0-2, it's a big problem. They're at home. They're going to win. I have the Raiders winning a close one over Arizona. 
Okay, I don't think the Cardinals are the team that I think they are without some more wide receiver help. Good. You're right. Marquise Marquise Hollywood-Brown needs another receiver on the other side of the field to take the pressure off. A.J. Green's not that dude. A.J. Green's not that dude anymore. anymore. You're very correct. Hopkins is sitting out the first six weeks, so you're right. You mentioned that the Raiders can't go 0-2. No. In that killer division. They can't. The Cardinals have the exact same problem. You think so? In the NFC West. You think so? Yeah. I think they can make up better ground from being 0-2 in that division than the Raiders can in the AFC West. Oh, I agree with you there. Right. But it's going to be a really horrible start for the Cardinals going down 0-2, which instead, except for Seattle, anybody in that division can make the playoffs. Whoever loses this game is in big trouble. I know it's early, but they got a tough schedule going forward. I also have the Raiders. The Raiders are at home. The Raiders know, like you said, Robert, they can't go down 0-2. Yeah. Uh, I got the Raiders. So go Raider Nation. There we go. And hey, and if you can't watch the Raiders live in Las Vegas, check it out at the Raider Den at Bourbon and Boots. There you go. That's the place to be. Uh, Broncos with a bye week. Do they figure out a way to choke it away to the Texans? No way. Do they handle business? No way. They're at home. That crowd is going to have Russell Wilson's back. I believe this will be a blowout. I agree. I think it's going to be a blowout. But unfortunately, that's what I said last week (laughs) as I advised a couple gamblers last week to buy up a touchdown Mm -hmm. and take the Broncos minus 13 and a half. And we saw how that played out. Yes. And uh, that wasn't a very good suggestion. So with that being said, buy a touchdown for the Broncos. (laughs) You going to double down on it? Take it it up to 13 and a half. Versus the Texans, <laughs> the Broncos got to play way better. Yeah, they got Russell Wilson yeah. got to play better. And, and, and well, it's not even that; they got to be coached better. The, the coach kind of yeah. fumbled that at the end of the game, so I, I think he'll learn from that mistake. We'll uh, we'll do one more and then go to break. Okay, and talk a little more NFL after the break, and also we got Coach New Mexico Highlands Ron Hudson joining us after the break as well. Bengals visit. The Dakless Cowboys. Oh, my, my, my. With Dak, I would still have the Bengals. Without Dak, this might get embarrassing in Dallas. Yeah, there's no might to it. I have this one being a double-digit win for Cincinnati. Joe Burrow made a lot of mistakes against Pittsburgh and still almost won that game. They're going to go to Dallas and put it on America's team. I got the Bengals winging big. Okay, that one's such a no-brainer. We're going to do one more (laughs) and then go to commercial. Okay. This, I, I haven't hey. said. I haven't said this in years. Oh man! I have not said this in years. Okay, for the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers, this is a must-win against yes. the Bears. Yes, I agree. I agree. They're going to be at home. The wide receivers are not that good. They're a bunch of Madden sixty-twos. <laughs> uh, the offensive line protecting. Aaron Rodgers is not that good. The Bears are on a high, and I'm going to say this. Mike, don't get upset. Van, don't get upset. I got the Bears winning this in a close one. Ooh, I got the Bears winning this one in a close one. I could see how the Bears pulled it out last week with a couple big plays by Fields, running the ball, playing good defense in the rain, you know, confusing Trey Lance. Mm -hmm. I know Trey Lance to play against this week. They're playing against Aaron Rodgers. Got you. 
Aaron Rodgers ain't no Trey Lance. Aaron Rodgers does what he needs to do. Packers have a bounce back week. They right the ship. Aaron Rodgers has said it before. Yeah. R-E-L-A-X. Relax. They're going to be fine. Chill out. I don't care if they have a bunch of Madden 62s and wide receiver. <laughs> they got a Madden 99 hey, for a quarterback. There you go. Aaron Rodgers writes the ship. I know you love hearing that, Vital. When we get back, head coach in New Mexico Highlands University, Coach Ron Hudson, joins us. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Don't show up to work without a tape. Everyone will know. And they'll talk about you in the lunchroom over a ham sandwich. It's the opening drive with Jeff Simbietta and J.J. Buck. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. It is rocking here at the lab. The boys are at the ballpark. People are having a lot of fun here. We got Orbit right next to right us taking next to pictures. Us. Yeah. I mean, is he the best mascot? Look look at all the kids. The kids are going crazy. Crazy. When Not you only see just Orbit. the kids, the adults as well. Look oh, at us. Yeah. Look at yeah, us. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's Orbit. Yeah. It's adorable. There's like a fan appreciation night tonight, and they're honoring a bunch of a Little League teams as well. And they're just adorable kids. And matching jerseys running around yeah. all over the place here, having a lot of fun with it. Speaking of having fun, we have a lot of fun every Monday night at Howie Sports Page on the corner of Montgomery and Tramway. Uh, we do our show from there on Monday, have yep. a lot of fun with it. When we're off air, we're hanging out, hosting Monday Night Football, uh, free giveaways, free stuff. And remember, well, you get free raffle tickets for drawings, whether yeah. it's gift cards or merch, yeah. every single Monday. And then you also have a chance to win the grand prize at the end of the year. Wasn't it 500? It could be. I think it's 2,500. Wow. Oh, yeah. If it's more, than, if it's less than that, it's not coming out of my wallet, so oh, no. whatever. Don't quote me yet. Just come, come hang out with us. Come check it out. It's a lot of fun at Howie's on Monday, and it's going to be a lot of fun tomorrow at 1 o'clock in beautiful and historic Las Vegas, New Mexico, as your New Mexico Highlands University is going to put a stomping on Fort Lewis College. I don't even know what their mascot is. That's how irrelevant they yeah, are, doesn't matter. doesn't matter. It's all about the Cowboys. Joining us on the program now is Coach Ron Hudson. Just stepped off the practice field. How are you feeling about the boys, Coach? Feeling good. Cowboy up and let's ride, guys. Heck, yeah. It's going to be a good weekend in Las Vegas. Coach, how does uh, Fort Lewis match up with you guys? How do their specialties match up against your strengths? Uh, what do you expect out of the game? I think it's going to be a good game. I think they've got a new football coach, so they're kind of doing the same thing we're doing. They're rebuilding. They're, they're putting it together. Uh, coach Cox is the new coach. He was an All-American receiver there, so he's, he does a very good job. We watch them on film. Um, you know, they've, they're, they're, they've got a lot of returners, but they, they've got some transfers in that are pretty good. They've got a couple quarterbacks that are monsters. Their starter is 6'6", 240 with a cannon, and the backup is 6'4", 225, I believe. So they've got a couple of big kids that can throw it. 
they've got really strong arms, and uh, you know, obviously their 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 head coach is an offensive coach, so uh, you know that's 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 his forte, and they're going to try to spin it. They're going to try to throw that ball around, and, and we've got to you know we've got to hold up on the back end. We got to get pressure on him, and we got to we got to uh, we got to get him on the ground, and we got to knock that ball down into the air or take it away. If that ball's in the air, it belongs to anybody that gets it. So we got to go get it. Look, coach. The bigger they are, the harder they fall. I don't want to talk oh. about them anymore. Let's talk about the Cowboys. <laughs> Let's talk about the Cowboys. Let's talk about, I want to know, what is the excitement that, that's, that's going on in Las Vegas since this will be the homecoming game? Well, I tell you what, it's huge now. It's huge. We, uh, you know, there was that we had the biggest crowd in the history of the school for a football game for that first game that opened on Thursday night, and it was a Thursday night game. So we're looking forward to a to a great crowd. Uh, it's homecoming weekend. Uh, you know, heck, the, the alums started showing up yesterday. Uh, we had uh, we had uh, um, uh, we had the Hall of Fame guys uh, uh, dinner uh, last night, and then there uh, there were a few festivities after the Hall of Fame dinner. So some guys got out and had a good time and enjoyed Vegas last night. Um, then uh, got up today. There was a golf outing. So a lot of stuff going up here. A lot of people coming up here. A lot of alums coming back. I've had uh, uh, I've had a lot of players come back and talk to the team. Coach Levra, who is a legend. He's a legend in our sport. If, if around, he's, he's, he coached here. He was a great head coach here. Uh, coached at several other colleges. Coached in the NFL for a long time. He came back last night. Uh, and then he talked to the team today. And, and just you talk about an honor having having someone like him come back and talk to this team so uh, there's, there's a great tradition here there's a lot of history great football and great players here a lot of them have come back and talked to this team so this town's buzzing man i'll tell you what it's i'm fired up which I'm, we've got uh, we've got meetings and we've got uh, uh we have some film we'll have a movie tonight for our team so we're kind of locked down but i have a feeling if you were out in the town of las vegas uh it'll be rocking all night long tonight yeah, as you know, uh, co-host of Two Men On, Fred Slow is the voice of the Cowboys, and myself yep. and Robert uh, do fan experience promotions yeah. starting tomorrow. Yes. Yeah, it's our first, first day. First day on the clock doing the fan experience at Highlands. Digging it's it. going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have a lot of cool experiences, cool promotions. Yes. Uh, hey, even... Highlands legend Ramon Atkins is going to join hey. us for a promotion, there too. We go. So we're going to have a lot of fun out there. Make sure you get to the field early because we're going to start early and have fun up in Vegas. Coach. That what fires me up. Love Ramon. Yes. Great young. We talk about a first-class young man. A great rep representative of this university and this football program. Uh, he's a first-class guy. Did a heck of a job there in the Arena League. I'm sure he's going to get more opportunities. But you know, having him around here, back here, uh, really, really, really excites us. You know, he's he's one of the, he's one of our alums now. He's one of these many alums that have gone and done good and great things here and moved on. And uh, he's a true Highlands man now. I mean, he's 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 a special guy. So we're excited to have him back. We're excited to have you guys here. Yeah. Uh, we'll be, you know, tomorrow morning they get a kickoffs at one. At, at ten o'clock, we'll do the cowboy walk. We'll walk kind of through campus and that kind of stuff. There's also a parade going on at ten. So there's all kind of stuff happening here. Get over here. There might, there, I would imagine, there's a cold pop or two that, that's popped that some fans are for are sipping on out here as they're as they're barbecuing and the tailgates are rolling. And uh, oh, it'll yeah. be a heck of a Saturday afternoon. It'll be a perfect football Saturday in Vegas. Uh, since the first game, what have you learned? Uh, about your team coach what what have they shown you since that first game that you're going to use out on the field tomorrow 
Well, I tell you, you know, we had uh, uh, it was it was really it was great to see us play. You know, we did some things well, we did some things not so well. It was great to get back in the film room, and you know, they, one of the things that excites me about these guys is how coachable they are. How you could take them, you know, you coach them up, you work with them, and, and they're great kids. And then you come back in, you know, we the the you know we're off the field, they're out there playing by themselves, and you know they made some mistakes. And being able to get them back in here and, and sit them down and talk to them, show them, and then get them out and make corrections. And then watch them go from there. So you know, it's 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 been it's been but 15, 16, 17 days now since we played. And I'll be honest with you, it's been kind of like a second training camp. So we've you know we've kind of gotten a little chippy. We've kind of had some scraps. We've got you know we're ready to play somebody else again. I mean, it's it, that's too dang long without playing somebody else. So you know I, they're excited to play. Uh, you know they you, you, I loved watching them grow. We really have matured in the last two weeks. Uh, I'm looking forward to see us t- seeing us tested again. And these guys are going to come in. They're going to test us. They're a good football team. They're going to be a challenge, so it'll be a lot of fun. Well, Robert, I don't need to finish that Red Bull because Coach Hudson's bringing that energy, baby. I'm I'm telling you, I was just online looking up eligibility. I'm telling you, man. (laughs) He always gets me fired up. If I'm fired up, I know the team is fired up, and I know the whole city of Las Vegas is fired up as well. Hey, Coach, anything to tell the friends of the show before we let you go? I, I appreciate your support. Love what you guys do. Uh, I'm kind of bummed that uh, and I love my job. I love what I'm doing, but I'm bummed that I can't get down to Howie's on a Monday night because that sounds like that's amazing. Oh, but, yeah. uh, come on out. If you want to have a good time, you want to have a great time on the weekend, come out, check out the Cowboys. We're going to run around, have a bunch of fun. There'll be a lot of stuff going on. Uh, you know, the, the, the atmosphere, there's volleyball game that night. There's uh, We got football during the day. We got parades going on. We got all parties going on. Uh, I, I have a feel in Vegas may be rocking all night long Saturday night, so come on up here and check us out. Yeah, baby. Hey, give them hell tomorrow, Coach. Appreciate you. Appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for what you do. Go Cowboys! Hey, when we get back, Voice of the Isotopes, Josh Sushan joins us right here live in person, right here at the lab, having a lot of fun with it. One more segment until Josh Sushan takes over the pregame, and then it's Isotopes Baseball. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM, AM 610, The Sports Animal. Sound off right now at 246-0610. Come on! Welcome back to the program. One more. And then we hand it over to Voice the Isotopes, Josh Sushan, in his pregame show, legendary pregame show, Excuse Me. Yes. But, hey, we get him here in person for a second. Josh Sushan, how's your day, brother? You know, I'm feeling a lot of gratitude because yesterday a couple of fine gentlemen brought me some coffee, and I had an on-air debate with myself because I work solo about whether or not I should just take it home or whether I should share it in uh-huh. the press box. Decided to share it, made it, drinking some right now, the pinon. Thank you very much for bringing me the coffee. Feeling a lot of gratitude. Well, uh, that's amazing. Thank you so much. Uh, we're honored to share but you didn't need to share because we were scared we were going to start some Hatfield McCoy Biggie Tupac war in the front office. So we had to bring everyone New Mexico Pinion coffee today. Well, well, it did kind of start something because yeah. we have players now. now oh, yeah. They want to know why they didn't get their coffee. That is so correct. So it keeps going down the line. I don't so. feel special anymore. And the amount of gratitude that I'm feeling is dropping because I just realized that anyone within Hold arm's on. reach of you guys gets coffee. Hold on. You should feel gratitude. You should feel special because you were the first Very one. Very first. And now everyone wants to be like me. Exactly. Story of my life. Just like real life. (laughs) All right, we got two more pick'ems 
to finish off because we didn't quite make it through the segment. Robert, we got the two Monday night games. Yeah. We got the Titans, who were the number one seed in the AFC last year, right. going to visit the Bills, who I expect to be the number one seed in the AFC this year. Who do you got? I got the, sadly I have to say, Buffalo is going to win this one. Double digits, man. I got Buffalo winning this at home. I agree. I don't think the Titans are as good as they were. I'm a big Derrick Henry fan, especially because I took him number one in my money league. So if Derrick Henry has a huge game and the Bills win double digits, because I agree with you exactly, yeah. the Bills are just oh, the Bills are the class of the AFC, and they're so good. Josh, who do you got? Titans to be a contrarian. Hey, there we go. All right. I can tell you guys that you're wrong. (laughs) And and watch them win on a safety or something. Uh (laughs) Hey, it could be another uh, little uh, Seahawks. Yeah. Broncos yeah, kind yeah. of game. Why is there two Sunday night games this week, by the way? Does anyone know? That's two Monday night oh, that's games. That's what I mean, two Monday. Because usually no there's idea. two Mondays the first week yeah, of the year. Yeah, that's what I'm asking. But for whatever no reason, idea. they had to do it the second week. Probably Amazon got their hands on it somehow. I have no idea. And the last game, this might be the game of the week. <laughs> the Vikings, who put one on the Packers last week, travel to Philadelphia and pit, uh, face my pick for the um, – NFC East winner, Eagles, who I think they got a strong chance to do some damage in the playoffs. Who do you got, Robert? I have the Eagles losing their first game of the season because they gave up 35 points to the Detroit Lions. If you're going to give up 35 to the Lions, you're probably giving up 99 to the Vikings. So I'm going to take the Vikings in a close shootout, actually. You are correct. And for the first time in my Packer fandom, I have to say this. Oh, no. The Vikings are scary. Oh, no. The Vikings are scary this year. Although I have the Eagles winning the East, I have the Vikings winning this game. Josh, who you got? I want to be a lone wolf again. Eagles, bounce back. <laughs> All right, watch, here we go. Watch them both there, win. There's the bounce back factor in the NFL. The, the, the more embarrassed a team looks, they bounce back the next week. There that we is go. very smart pros, right pros. there. Very smart. That's some, that's some classic NFL knowledge right there. Josh, what's going on in Tope World? Tope World. Well, Ezekiel Tovar is here. He made his AAA mm-hmm. debut mm-hmm. last night. I'm sorry that I uh, buried the lead and did not tell you guys. We should have talked the entire segment about it yesterday. Um, really excited. I mean, this is this is a top 25 prospect in all of minor league baseball. Some have him as the Rockies number one. Some have him as number two. Shortstop. This guy was born in 2001. Wow. 2001. Wow. He was born. He just turned 21. That is wow. a year after I graduated high school. So he makes all wow. of us look and feel really, really old. Special player from everything that I've read and been told. You know, didn't get to see a whole lot yesterday, but we're going to get a chance to see him the next three days, hopefully when we come back, because I keep reading that the Rockies want to get some of the major leagues like that. But um, I, I, that's, that's to me, that's the number one story the rest of the season is easy kill to bar. You heard it here first, Albuquerque. Get down. Check out your topes. Come see Ezekiel Tovar until it's too late, and he's a big leaguer. Yes. Because he'll probably be a big leaguer for a long time. Put it this way. I think he's a bigger prospect than Brandon Rogers, who was a first-round pick mm-hmm. and joined us in 2018. I think he's a better prospect than David Dahl, who had a huge immediate impact when he joined us in 2016. I'm trying to think of, like, when was the last time someone had this high of a profile? Maybe Jock Peterson. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, it's been a while since we've had a guy like this, especially the fact that he's only 21. Yeah. How, okay, Josh. How fun has it been for you to call all of these home runs? Oh how fun goodness. has it been all season? 
you know, you, all right, hopefully I've gotten good at it, you know. <laughs> From personal experience, you're great. Thank you. Very great. You know, you, you, tr you don't want to do the exact same thing. You know, I've always been a believer that I didn't want to have, like, a set home run call for everyone, but if it's like a really big one right. and it's obvious, then I can kind of set it up and then, you know, then I'll say, you know, you can tell it goodbye. Others, I just kind of want to feel the moment, you know. Um, I mean, it's super fun, too. I mean, the other thing, though, because they hit so many, anytime there's a fly ball, I just assume it's out. <laughs> right? And so, I don't know, there's like probably once a game, maybe once every two games where like you can tell I think it's out and I'm sort of going to a home run call and then I'm like, and he caught it on the warning track. <laughs> so, player awards yeah. announced on yeah. Sunday. Mm -hmm. My question isn't who wins. My question is, does Winton sweep? <laughs> Winton will not win Pitcher of the Year award. Oh, come on. Okay. Why? Give me one good reason. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm going to be on the field doing the presentation, so I'm excited about that. You know, just in case fans don't know, there's a fan favorite. Obviously, the fans vote for it. There's right. a community service award the front office hands out. Then there's the Hustle Award, the Power Award, the Defensive Player of the Year, the Pitcher of the Year, and the MVP. Right. And all of those awards are voted on by the players. Okay. And I think that that always means a lot when your peers vote for you. Right. We'll do that before Sunday's game. That's really exciting. What do you expect from the Isotopes this weekend? How do they match up? You know, I like the idea of the Isotopes knocking the Oklahoma City Dodgers out of the postseason. Hey, there we, there go. we go. Dodgers there are one go. game out right now behind El Paso. Round Rock's only two games out. OKC goes to El Paso next week. I like the idea that if the Topes can't make it, they knock the Dodgers out. There we go. As we see a bunch of Dodger fans walk by. <laughs> yeah, nice. Well, of course. This, this weekend. Sometime this weekend, are we going to break that Grand Slam record? I think so. Yes. Yes. I feel like um, I feel like it's, I feel like it's going to be Winton too. I, there's just something oh, that yes. was that would be story. Right? Yes. I mean, like that's the only best way. Because the it. Grand Slam record was tied by DJ, and I think that's fitting as a local guy. Yeah. And I think it'd only be fitting if if either Winton does it or a guy who hasn't hit any home runs yet this year does it. Oh, oh, get him on the board. Get him yeah. on the board. Maybe Tovar. Maybe Tovar. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then he gets called up the next day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who's on the pregame? Uh, Jimmy Heron, and we actually talked about Tovar because they were teammates at Double A earlier this year. We talked about he's playing really well in September, but also just like the adjustment from Double A to Triple A. It's not as easy as you think. You know, it's easy to think, oh, the PCL, you're just going to rake once you come here. That's not always the case. He struggled early. He's been hitting the ball really well lately. Josh, we'll let you run All as right. you got to go right upstairs Thanks, and go directly into pregame. Make sure you're checking out the game tonight with voice of the Ice Toast, Josh Sushan, the absolute best in the business. It's been a great program today. Albuquerque had a lot of fun with it. Thanks for the textures. Thanks for the callers. Uh, thanks for a great program. Come out to the lab. Support your isotopes. Lobos tomorrow. Highlands football tomorrow. You've been listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM, AM 610, The Sports Animal. <laughs>